Life Audio. You are listening to the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, episode 24. God the Father is omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. I'm your host, Kia Stevens. This podcast is for women who have experienced pain in their father-daughter relationship as a result of divorce, abandonment, abuse, incarceration, addiction, or a physically present but emotionally absent father. The aim of this podcast is to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Now, if you are benefiting from this podcast and you think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend, rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about the attributes of God being omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. So let's go ahead and get right to it. It would be fitting to start this podcast off by keeping it real. For the longest, I have confused omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. But they are not the same. Each word is a uniquely distinct and irreplaceable attribute of God that impacts every believer and our knowledge of who he is in our lives. When I was an elementary school teacher, I used to help my students unpack the meaning of complex words by determining the meaning of the prefix and the root word and then putting the two meanings together. In this case, all of the words have the same prefix, omni, which means all. Omni is only four letters long, but y'all, it is no small word. Though small, it plays a pivotal role in our three attributes this week. All leaves nothing out. It encompasses everything. It's the sum total of the whole. Thus, omniscient means knowing all things, not some things or a few things, but all things. Having complete or unlimited knowledge, awareness, or understanding, perceiving all things. God knows everything and his knowledge of everything includes us. God is intimately knowledgeable about you and me, from our strengths and our weaknesses, to our favorite foods, to how many hairs there are on our head. God is an expert on us. This is comforting. Where else can we go and be fully known with our good, bad, ugly, and in my case, hot mess, and also be accepted? He is not repelled by the complexity of our mind, will, and emotions. He is not annoyed or bothered by our quirks, failures, shortcomings, mishaps, mistakes, and the like. He knows and loves us completely. God uses his unlimited understanding of us to provide comfort in our despair, to strengthen when we are weak, to guide when we are perplexed, to build us up when we feel torn down, to develop to encourage, to provide peace, and to meet our known and unknown needs. Ladies, God is omniscient and he knows us intimately. This also means that he is intimately acquainted with our pain. To this, you might be saying, well, if God is all-knowing, then he saw the pain that I would experience and yet he allowed it? Why wouldn't an omniscient God who cares about his children, who is a loving father, prevent pain from happening in our lives? 
I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all answer to this question. It could be for an ultimate good that we don't have the knowledge of. It could be to cultivate perseverance and character in our lives. It could be to prepare us for whatever is coming that we cannot see. Whatever God's reasoning for allowing pain in our lives, I believe God's allowance of pain does not diminish who he is. Ladies, he is omniscient. Omnipresent means God is everywhere at once. That sounds pretty crazy. It's hard to fathom that God could be with me in Atlanta and with someone else in Alaska and someone else in Australia. How is this even possible? We cannot comprehend this through our limited human understanding. He is not in a place as we are in a place. One commentator said God's being is altogether different from physical matter. He exists on a plane wholly distinguishable from the one readily available to our five senses. We do not have to understand this for it to be true. We are reminded several times in God's word of his omnipresence. In Psalms 139, 7 through 10, it says it like this. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. In Jeremiah 23, 23 through 24, it says this. Am I a God at hand, declares the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do I not feel heaven and earth, declares the Lord? And then in Matthew 29 and 20, Jesus said, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. God is always with us, not some of the time. He is always with us, which can be comforting for some and alarming for others. There is no time in our lives that we are ever alone. We can feel alone and unseen, but that is just a feeling because we are reminded in God's word that he is with us. When we feel afraid, God is with us. When we feel discouraged, God is with us. When we are unsure, God is with us. When we are overwhelmed, God is with us. He is there with us as a resource, as a friend, as a counselor, and as a good father. And you may find yourself saying, well, if he is with me, why does he not make his presence known? Why does he not provide a little affirmation in the silence? Why do I still feel alone? Now, I don't know many people who have heard the audible voice of God. This is not to say that he doesn't speak audibly. I think for me, I'm not personally ready to hear God speak to me in an audible way. This might prompt me to go and hide in my closet, but I am accustomed to hearing God speak through other places in his word. Sometimes as I kneel in front of my bed, turning the pages of my Bible in a really good message that I randomly find on YouTube from my pastor, from my friends, from my spouse, or out of the mouths of my children, sometimes, in the stillness of the morning before everyone in my house wakes up, when I am comforted by a single scripture, there are multiple places where I experience God and I know that he is there 
with me, sis. If you are feeling lonely and isolated, know that God is there. Every day, God grants us reminders throughout our day to comfort us with the reality of his presence. We may feel alone, but we are not alone. A.W. Tozer says it like this. God is closer than our thoughts. He is always with us. This is true for me, and this is true for you. Omnipotent means all-powerful. His power is limitless. There is nothing that he cannot do. Nothing and no one is a match for God. He has the ability to do anything that he wills without exerting effort. It is easy for me to believe that God is omnipotent. I believe he created the world and everything in it. I believe in the power he displayed in the Old and the New Testament. The struggle I sometimes have is when God chooses not to use his power to resolve challenges in my life. From my finite vantage point, I think I know when and how God should use his power. He should quickly resolve all of my woes, all of my prayer requests, the moment that I make them. I imagine some of you may have these same sentiments. We may never know why God may choose not to use his power in our respective circumstances. This is why an understanding of God's omnipotence must be balanced with an understanding of his sovereignty. Sovereignty means he is in complete control. He decides when and how this power is used, not me and not you. That is a challenging pill to swallow, but I believe even when it hurts, that God knows what he is doing and that his intentions for you and me are good. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When he does not use his power in our lives in the way that we expect or think he should, that does not mean he's out to get us or hurt us or does not even care about us. It simply may not be his will. A no may be a not yet or a not now, but not a not ever. And God's will is best. We can, however, take comfort in the fact that we can always ask for what we desire, but we can humbly present our request to our omnipotent God and trust that he not only hears us, but he also possesses all power to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine on our behalf. If he does not use his power in the way that we think he should, I believe he has a far greater purpose that we may not understand yet. Sis, God is omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent. 
knowing God is our heavenly father means we can embrace and be comforted by the fact that he is all knowing. And this knowledge includes knowledge of us. He is omnipresent. We are never alone. We are never isolated. God is always with us and he is omnipotent. He has all power and he can choose to use that power to resolve situations and circumstances in our lives. May this truth of God being omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent give you hope and encouragement. You've been listening to the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, episode 24. God the Father is omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. I hope this episode has been an encouragement to you, and I want you to know whether your dad is deceased, absent, divorced, unavailable, incarcerated, or you don't know who he is, sis, there's hope for you. Hope to be healed. Hope to be secure. Hope to be free. Completely free. Hope to be satisfied with the love of God. Yes, there is hope for women with father wounds. This was episode 24 of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast. I am your host, Kia Stevens. If you are benefiting from this podcast and you think it might help another woman, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Rate, comment, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Be sure and check out the links associated with this podcast so you can access several free resources for you. Also, I am excited to announce that I will be publishing my first book for Women with Father Wounds on March 7th, 2023. So be sure and subscribe to my blog at www.kiastevens.com so you won't miss any updates. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I hope you will join me for episode 25, Exchanging Father Wounds for God's Love with Stacey Eldridge, part one. Hope for Women with Father Wounds is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review so that more listeners can find us. You can learn more about Kia Stevens and her ministry, The Father Swap, by visiting kiastevens.com and fatherswap.com. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Gibbons, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, just head over to lifeaudio.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.